welcome to Word Alive Broadcast with Ricky and Sherry Blevins. We believe that as you listen to today's message, God's Word will come alive in your heart to help you obtain victory in every area of your life. Welcome to the Word Live broadcast again today. I want to continue on talking about our Lord Jesus Christ and uh, who He is. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 19 through 20. Christ is our cornerstone. Now therefore you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Jesus is the cornerstone of the church. Now, if you've ever been around any building projects, which I've been around a bunch of them, but you always have a cornerstone. If you're going to lay rock or brick, you've got to have the first stone has to be laid first, and that is the corner, so you'll know where your corner's at so that you can lay the rest of the wall on and go both ways on any corner. You have to have a cornerstone on both sides. But that cornerstone, the first one you lay, is the one that you begin with. So you've got to make sure it's in perfect position so that the rest of the walls will be perfectly straight. He is the chief cornerstone. He is the beginning. He is the end. He's the first and the last. He's the alpha and he is the omega. He is the chief cornerstone of the church. Without him, there would be no church. He is the foundation. The foundation is the word. He is the word. And it says it was built upon the apostles and the prophets and Jesus Christ being him himself, the chief cornerstone. So it was the revelation that was given to the apostles and prophets through the word of God. But Jesus is that cornerstone and he is the revelation. Amen. He's also the gift giver. Let's look in Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 7 through 16. But to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore, he says, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. Now, now this, he ascended, what does it mean? But that he also first descended into the lower parts of the earth. He who descended is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens that he might fill all things. Now, he descended means that he went into hell. He went to hell for three days and and he paid the penalty that we should be paying for our salvation. He took away our sin upon the cross when he said it is finished. And as soon as he said that, he he left his body, went straight into hell, and he paid the penalty for three days. And I'm 100% sure that when he was down there, that the devil, Satan himself, said he probably got all his demons and said, boys, come on in here, because we've already won the battle. We've won the war. We've got the Son of God into hell himself. He's here. We're going to rejoice over this, and we're going to torment him worse than anybody's ever been tormented. Now, if you go to hell, you're going to, 
not do anything but experience total torment and total darkness, total evil. Nothing there is peaceful. It's total darkness. Everything about it is nothing but total chaos, total destruction. He took every bit of that for us so that we would not have to experience it. And no one has to if you'll accept him as your Lord and Savior. Let's go to verse 11. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the of the saints for the work of the ministry for the edifying of the body of Christ till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a perfect man to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ he's saying here he gave apostles prophets evangelists pastors and teachers it says that Jesus gave them to us didn't he he is the gift giver each and every person in the fivefold ministry that's been called to that ministry, that's anointed by the Holy Ghost to be in that ministry, that God has purposely placed them there, that the Lord Jesus Christ called them, told them that that is their position, then we know it's a gift from God. And we need to esteem those people very highly. I thank God for the Oasis Network and uh, the ministry that he's called the Ingalls to. And I'm thankful for them, for each and every person, because God called them to this ministry. And I believe that every person on the radio, that he's called them to the radio ministry, and that uh, he has placed each in person in that place so that he can edify the body of Christ. I'm thankful for the Oasis Network and for the Ingalls. I thank God for them, and we should... Take every minister in the body of Christ that's in the fivefold ministry and esteem them very highly and pray for them that God will speak through them by the Holy Ghost so that we can come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a perfect man to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. That's what God wants us to do. He wants us to be equipped for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. That's what the fivefold ministry is for. To equip the saints for the work of the ministry and for the edifying of the body of Christ. Till we all come to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer be children, tossed to and fro, carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery, trickery of men, in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting, but speaking the truth in love, may grow up in all things into him who is the head Christ. Now he's saying here that we need to grow up in all things into him who is the head Christ. He wants the body of Christ to grow up into all things so that we can become like Christ. Amen? Into Him. It says, grow up in all things into Him. Into the, into the likeness of Jesus Christ, into Him. From whom the whole body joined 
and knit together by what every joint supplies according to the effective working, by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. Now he's saying that every joint, every part of the body, joined and knit together by whatever joint supplies. So what, what he's saying here is, each and every person has a place. Even if you're not in the fivefold ministry, our, and, and we, us in the fivefold ministry, our place is to tell you that you have a place. That you have a part to play. That you can come into the body of Christ and you can do great exploits for God, even though you're not called into the fivefold ministry. And you can do your part, whatever God tells you to do. And I, I urge you to get on your face before God, study the word, grow up in the word, glean from the fivefold ministry gifts so that you can grow up into him, the head, Christ so that we can go out and do the work of the ministry. And he's saying here that uh, so that you can be equipped for the work of the ministry. Is that right? So whatever God's got you to do, he will anoint you to do that. But we have to have the word to learn how to do the things that God wants us to do. Glean upon those ministry gifts to, to learn and to be taught how we can grow up into him, the head, which is Christ. And each and every part has its part to play so that we can be the fullness of the body, can come together in unity and be as Christ. Now, Jesus said in John chapter 14, he said, the works that I do shall you do because I'm going to my Father. And greater works shall you do than these because I'm going to my Father. He said that the body of Christ can do the works that he did and greater works. But it's going to take us coming together in unity and learning from the different ministry gifts and the ministry gifts teaching people that they can be anointed, that we need to know the things that God said in his word concerning who we are and what we can do. And that there should be unity across the whole board, the unity in the body of Christ, so that we can come together as one. And then we will see great miracles begin to start happening. When there's no more division in the body. When there's no more strife. When there's no more hate. When there's all these things and we come together and say, my purpose totally is to be like him. And have that mindset to say, I'm no longer going to live like I did before. I'm going to purpose and focus on pressing toward the mark of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus, no matter who you are. Your place in the body of Christ is just as important as anybody else's. And he wants to anoint you to do that part. When everybody does their part, then what happens is the body comes together and we are Christ-like. We can do all the things that he's called us to do and do those things in excellence and with great and mighty power. He wants to see great and mighty miracles happen in the body of Christ. Jesus wants to see healing like he did. Multitudes came to hear him teach and many and all the people were healed. He didn't say a few of them, but all of them were healed. Each and every one. He wants, the, he wants multitudes to come into 
the kingdom of God and to know him so that no one will have to experience hell because he did it for them. For this man is love. Jesus is pure love. Each and everything he did while he was here upon this planet, he did it because he loved other people more than he did himself. He loved the Father God more than he loved himself, and he did everything that he did so that he could help somebody else. Everything. Everything he did, he was led by the Holy Spirit, and everything that he did, and what he, in his ministry, everything that he did was miraculous. And when he did those things that he did, he did it through love. Each and every gift of the Spirit that he operated in, he did it because he was pure love. He did it because he wanted to see each and every person. I mean, he stood out there and multitudes came to him to be healed. And he said he laid hands on all of them and all of them were healed. Each and every one. People are looking at things that are not real, but we need to focus on the real, and the real is the Lord Jesus Christ and who he is, and he is love. If you'll study the scriptures, you'll find out he is perfect. He is, he is perfect, pure, agape love. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can contact us at our website at wacba.org. If you would like to contact us for prayer, to give, or any other reason, you can do so by going to our website, wacba.org, or by mail at Word Alive Church, P.O. Box 3067, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma 74013. 